I dislike watching a lot of. I I can watch a death match live. I don't like watching recorded death matches. Really, it's it's so stressful. That's interesting. But live, you're okay with it. I think because like live, you can see like the very minimal like safety precautions that are put mm. on and you also get like so swept up in it when it's live. yeah it's at a least lot I easier do. yeah it's yeah. a lot easier to lose yourself in it like there's that one i think it was a czw clip where somebody where they cut where somebody was about to get a chainsaw to their head or something and i was like <laughs> i don't like this i'm not enjoying this this is not a good time for me Welcome to WrestleSplania, the show where Kath Barbadorio, a wrestling enthusiast, introduces wrestling to me, Rachel Millman, a new fan. Hey, Rachel, what's up? Uh, you know, woke up with Crazy Town stuck in my head this morning. Big day. (laughs) Big Big day. day. Big day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like once a year, you get that Come My Lady song stuck in your head they are they from upstate new york they seem like they would be no i don't i actually don't know they seem like a california band to me i could see that i could see that i just when remember I think of that band i think of dave batista's belly button tattoo of the sun oh, God. that seems like a very crazy town <laughs> aesthetic to me they, like it was one of those things if that was the first in the moment one hit wonder that i think in puberty I was really exposed to because like we had the Macarena but that was just like a fun right. song but you were like a kid so you don't understand like, like what a one hit wonder yeah, is yeah and like songs appear and songs go yeah. but then like Crazy Town shows up and you're in like 7th <laughs> or 8th grade and like the one kid who got to go to OzFest has them on the lower part of their shirt and you're like mm, whoa crazy they're town. gonna be around forever <laughs> <laughs> legendary Crazy Town I will say that song is a banger uh, I don't know if I'm going to agree. <laughs> it's so, the thing is, is that like banger is a very like wide envelope, wide, big tent definition I for guess. me. <laughs> it's a really funny song. It's funny. I don't know if it's a banger. I don't you know get, if, if I like, if someone put that on, I wouldn't be like, oh yes. Like <laughs> I would not be like excited to have crazy town playing. I mean, it's just funny because it always gets stuck in my head. Like it's one of the, it's it's very unique in that it's regard. Catchy. It's catchy. It's a catchy uh I don't what would you call it? Is it rap? It's a dirtbag's horny anthem. Yeah, but like what is the genre of music? It's rap rock. I guess it's rap rock. Is it rock? I I feel it's, like it doesn't meet the definition of rap or of rock. It's <laughs> kind of in the that it's just the poppiest version, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Like Linkin Park is way more the rap end of that spectrum. Well, and they're more like dark and like they're also more the rock end of that spectrum lincoln park was definitely the rap end no, of that spectrum. Like, no there's like no rage then, against like, the machine is the rap end of the spectrum to me and then lincoln is probably the pop rap and then you get into like the true neutral of fred durst i see i'm not i don't agree with this uh with this spectrum <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, none of it's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what is great? Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is great. That's where our episode is on today. Um, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Rachel, like, I wanted to do this because I really like Shayna Baszler, but I feel like you kind of pushed this because you were like really excited about her so I want to know like what interested you about her and what did you see of her and like 
So what happens with me a lot is that I've said this before. I put my blinders on. I watch what I watch for the show. If there's something that really like piques my interest outside of it, I do that. Or if it's somebody we've seen live and I know they're going to be nearby, I basically turn into like a kid asking their parents for a ride and being like, oh, can we go see them again? <laughs> um, but with wrestlers that we can't go see live and can't go see in wonderful local promotions, <laughs> but as opposed to wrestlers that are on TV or in New Japan or in promotions that aren't uh, accessible to us, I see sometimes if I see like a certain tweet of yours on the WrestleSplania account about a wrestler that just kind of like goes off, I become a little curious because okay. like you know it's, yeah you can't help it. So I see a tweet from you of like. No eyebrows, black mouth card, unironically into card tricks. It's really <laughs> scary. And I was like, who the fuck is Shayna Baszler? <laughs> and I did a little cursory Googling. It was like, wow, she seems terrifying. Can't wait to learn about that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I was good. And I didn't... Uh, the, I didn't violate I any of my personal. You keep rules. saying I was good. That's. I just want to be clear. These are your rules. Oh yeah, no, these are self-imposed. My... I am not policing this. Oh yeah, no, these are my self-imposed <laughs> rules. But I just think it helps us keep the show pure. Yeah, no, I, I totally concept. get it. I just, I just want people to be clear. I'm not uh, holding you in wrestling jail. <laughs> no, <and> um, <laughs> keeping you from watching things. The only jail you've put me in is owning a lot more goofy T-shirts because you introduced me. <laughs> that's to not this. jail. That's that's a new level of freedom, baby. <laughs> Having all wrestling merch I'm and no regular so clothes anymore. Rest- I can't believe I bought a knife pervert T-shirt. <laughs> I can. I mean, I can. But, like, it's still one of those things of, like, of course I did. Uh, but I was, vis-a-vis my own self-imposed rules, Kath is not being mean to me. <laughs> Thank um, you. Is I was good until everyone said, you have to watch NXT TakeOver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her match with Ember was my first exposure to Shayna Baszler and, like, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a cannonball into a pool. Yeah. Holy. And we're gonna we're gonna get into depth about that one because yeah. it's, it's a really fun one. Um, That's an incredible introduction to her. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> like she, I know she's a heel, but she's so good to me that she transcends that traditional heel role, and that's a lot of heels because it's hard to be a heel. I think in just terms of like. You have to be, like, if you're a heel who wins a lot, as Shayna is, you have to be somebody who proves that you're not just good at being mean and pissing off the audience. You have to prove that you're, like, genuinely that talented. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she definitely does that. Because she's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I we have, like, kind of different interpretations of that match, so I want to talk about that later. But first, I do want to talk a little bit about, like, where Shayna comes from yes. to wrestling, because I think that's... Really interesting. Like, so she was an MMA fighter, which I think probably another podcast would talk about <laughs> as far as like her background. But like, I have no interest in watching real fighting. I don't know if you do. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. I prefer an empty Hooters, so I don't watch MMA because they're all <laughs> crowded when ho- when MMA is on. Uh, so no, I don't watch that much MMA. I mean, maybe eventually I might go down that road because I've gone down the road with pro wrestling. Right. It seems to be like the gateway for a lot of people, but like for me, the I the things I like about wrestling aren't really present in MMA or UFC. So like, I don't really need to to watch it. It I like with MMA, you could feasibly see some really gory 
nasty yeah and like you could with wrestling too but i feel like knowing with wrestling that the intent is not to seriously hurt anyone yeah like i feel better about watching it even though it does sometimes happen that's just me times happen yeah (laughs) that's just me but i just wanted to say like so that's where she comes from she comes from mma and so that like informs a lot of her wrestling characters like oh she's the shooter she's this like real fighter she's real scary she can kill you she's like my riddle you know like Oh yeah, can can murder you if if she felt like and it. And she's not friendly like Matt Riddle, so she's even scarier. Yeah. <laughs> and she like um she had a better record than like Ronda Rousey, from what I remember. Like she's like a much better uh, MMA fighter. I, from what I from what I like gleaned, I may be wrong about that. Of but. the few things that WWE has done right, I think. The spiritual pairing of those two has been very smart. Yeah. Because it was an obvious choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like felt bad almost when I knew Ronda was going to sign because I was like, I feel like this kind of steals Shayna's thunder a little bit. Oh, completely. Which like sucks because she's really good. So that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is not only does she have this MMA background, but she is a big wrestling fan. Um, she, like, you can see if you watch, like, old PWG shows, like, she's in the audience. She's, like, in the front row. And her, like, Instagram, if you go back, is, like, pictures of her, like, with all of these, like, wrestlers, like, indie wrestlers, because she would go to shows and stuff. So she clearly, like, has a passion for it. And again, I don't want to juxtapose that with Ronda Rousey, who is also reportedly, like, a really, really big wrestling fan. So it's, I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, like, Ronda Rousey's, like, the fake one, and, like, Shayna's the real deal. I'm sorry, she's a fake gamer girl exactly <laughs> like there's a lot of problems with ronda rousey but like i don't think that's necessarily one of them i i concur <laughs> uh i just yeah she's but that but learning that about her first that she's this huge pro like indie wrestling dweeb yeah, she's that makes me like her that makes her baby face in my brain well that's the see like because in real life be my friend in real life she's like yeah she's loves pro wrestling and she's a gamer and she loves card tricks like she's a dork but you can if you're that scary you can be a dork because like who's gonna make fun of you <laughs> they'd know they would get murdered so it's fine um but okay. yeah like i i feel like that stuff is like doesn't really inform her wrestling character. The thing that informs her wrestling character is that she's a scary MMA woman. She's so scary. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. So um, the first match we watched for this episode uh, was Shayna versus Io Shirai in uh, Stardom. I think it was like two years ago. So she's like pretty new at this point. That match was really this. The start of that match is super funny because Io Shirai is like they show Shirai with a child first, like smiling and yeah. mugging for the camera with flowers, and the little girl looks really happy to be there. And then they cut to Shayna, and <laughs> Shayna is hover handing a child. Yeah, it like, looks so uncomfortable. It's so. I'm so glad you noticed it. I didn't <laughs> check in with you about it first, about like if you noticed that it is absolutely hysterical that she's like. Hello. <laughs> yeah. She seems so uncomfortable. It's so funny. It's really great. Uh, I thought this match was awesome. I think this actually was my favorite one that we watched. I like I've not watched a lot of Io Shirai. Io Shirai just got signed to NXT. Yes. So we'll be we'll be seeing her in NXT soon. Hopefully in like um, a year. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> she's she's great. Like that I thought again like if you're talking heel face dynamics like I thought that was like so immediately clear in that match oh yeah and there are some spots that are like the spot where Shayna gets 
Eoshrya in a headlock and then picks her up on, like, sits on the turnbuckle. Oh, my God, where she hangs her? Yeah, where she hangs her. Oh, my Fucking crazy. God. No, that's <laughs> in my notes. Yeah. Exactly. I, uh, I like that Shayna's gear doesn't change from stardom to NXT. It's the same design. Yeah, I think that, again, speaks to somebody who really, like, cares about and knows wrestling of, like, she's clearly put a lot of thought into what she wants to look like. Yeah, and it, it works for her. It works really well. It totally does. I mean, as I said, like, the black mouth guard with, like, no eyebrows, it's so frightening and it like it works so well it's so <laughs> like wet wet hair it's really good i, I really, really like appreciate it. that she starts off with a practical ponytail yeah 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 <laughs> but the ponytail is an indicator in almost every match of hers you had me watch which is that she's calm cool collected Shana, yep, and, and then she lets at her one hair down point in the match she will pull her hair out and go crazy and that's just such a fun like check off Check off, I've said Chekhov's ponytail before. Yeah. But, like, that's just a fun, like, oh, here's the turn. Here's this narrative right. turn. Right, now things match. are getting real. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I like her gear a lot. I think it, like, I think it accentuates her body in a really interesting way um, where she's definitely not. So this is what's interesting about Shayna Baszler to me. She knows she's hot, and she knows that people want her to choke them out. <laughs> and, like... That, Absolutely true. <laughs> that's like part of her thing. But she does not try to look attractive. She tries to look strong and she tries to look um, like powerful and capable and like intimidating. Yeah, her shoulders carry her. Her gear emphasizes her power over her quote unquote femininity mm-hmm. in a way that is like very interesting and very unusual for a woman's wrestler, especially in WWE. Um, she has like the broad shoulders. She She's like very slim hipped. Uh, and I think her gear like accentuates that. And yeah. I think that's like really cool. And the fact that she is hot as a woman looking in a sort of non-traditionally feminine way is like very cool oh yes that's a perfect way of putting it because we talk we talk in the show a lot about how power comes in all shapes yes but hotness comes in all shapes <laughs> and i feel bad that we're saying this on a show about a woman wrestler as a as opposed to a man but it's true hotness does come in all shapes and Shayna baszler is a hot shape yeah 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 <laughs> and uh i i think that's just like very neat about her gear um but yeah, I the starter match was really cool. It's it's cool. I was glad we watched that one first, um, just because you can see how far she's come as a wrestler. Yes, since absolutely. Then. Like there are some really really cool spots in that match, but like the pacing isn't great. Like she seems a little bit. It's a little like okay, we do this and then we do this and then as opposed to like things sort of flowing together. It's sort of like counting your steps during a waltz. You exactly. can see her counting them. Exactly, that. and like it's still a great match. It's still super entertaining and and really good pro wrestling and everything. But you can just see how far she's come. Yeah, uh, and I like that she that sort of shows because. The way she expresses emotion in matches is an interesting incline. Well, she screams a lot, which I enjoy. Love screaming. <laughs> I think we know. I'm on the record. I like. Lo- I've, there's several notes and things in my notes about like, oh, good, she's screaming again. But I like <laughs> that it starts off with her showing emotion, not by screaming, but by like biting on her mouth guard really hard. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a really funny 
ramp up into like screaming all the time. Just <laughs> like God, more screaming. And also, this is the match where I paused and said, "Hey guys, how old is Shayna?" And I learned she was thirty-seven. That is insane. She looks twenty-four. Yeah, she looks like yeah. I asked, amazing skin. But yeah, she looks incredible. <laughs> like she does not look thirty-seven at yeah. all. And she's you know like. I wonder, too, just because I feel like your body gets so broken down by doing, like, these physical contacts, like MMA and wrestling and stuff. Like, being 37 and being in a developmental, like, position in this company like and not, you know, being totally broken down and, like, completely injury prone is, like, pretty amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, she looks like I would look in, like, peak shape of my life. I'm never going to look that good. I'm never going to look that good. <laughs> ever. So the next match we watched for this was uh, Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. So I had Rachel watch this for a few reasons. Number one, I really like going back to that NXT TakeOver Philadelphia show because that was the first thing we watched was stuff from that. Yeah. So I like... I, I'm hoping that like eventually we will just watch everything from that. Oh, and yeah. Then we like can be like friend. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, remember this? Like, remember when you didn't know anything about this and this yeah. was happening and... Now we can talk about it. Yeah. So that was one reason. Um, number two, I know we had already watched the Shayna Ember match from uh, NXT Takeover New Orleans, which I believe was their rematch after that. Like I don't yep. think I don't think they had any matches together in between. So um, it's definitely chapter two. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I just really like these. I mean, we've talked a little bit about Ember Moon on this show before. I love her. I want to do a whole episode about yeah, her. Yeah, she's fucking great. She's and it's... super cool. I love her theme music. Her entrance is fucking dope. Uh, I love her hair. Like yeah, her, her hair, hair rules. in this match is really beautiful. The purple? Yeah, the purple and the pink. That's really good. Uh, love her. But this is about Shayna. <laughs> the announcers summarize it perfectly when they just say she's a scary force. <laughs> Yeah. So the story going into this is that Shayna is basically, she's come into the NXT locker room and she just bullies everyone. She's just an asshole. Uh, like no one likes her. She's just like really mean. And it's basically like we said, like, cause she's this MMA, like shoot fighter. It's basically like no one can say shit to me cause I could kill him. So yep. I get to run this place. So the story is basically like Ember Moon, who is like the big face of, of NXT like I'm standing up to this bully yeah for all the other girls in the locker room and at this point like Shayna has like quote-unquote like broken someone's arm like she's like because she does the thing she does it in the Io Shirai match where she like positions the person's arm so their hand is flat on the mat and then Ooh. she jumps on their Ooh. on their uh so upper nasty arm. so like she does that spot uh and it's awesome like I, I think it's Dakota Kai who's takes it but anyway so that's like going into this embers like i'm standing up for everybody yeah and uh i really like this match i think it's really good it's it's interesting to me because it is built um around an arm bar like entirely built around this hold yeah this arm hold and i think that they do it really well um but it's interesting to me because some people complained about that with this match. But I remember this match was the exact same weekend as Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroshi Tanahashi in New Japan, which was built pretty similarly. It was built around like uh, a leg hold. Ooh. But it was like Suzuki just attacking Tanahashi's leg. 
And everybody loved that. And everybody was like, oh, the Shayna Ember one was boring. And I was like, this is the same, like, match structure. Like, why? Yeah. Granted, like, yes, Suzuki and Tanahashi are, you know, way more accomplished, better, more veteran wrestlers yeah. than Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler. But, like... It's not boring. Like, you can't... It's just that Suzuki is slightly scarier than Shayna, but not by much. That, I mean, look, I've <laughs> said it a million times, Shayna Baszler should join Suzuki Gun. <laughs> they, I think Suzuki Gun would be a great place for her. I think that Minoru Suzuki could adopt her, and she and Zack Sabre Jr. could be murder brother and sister. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my, It would be terrifying. <laughs> I would not sleep. I really feel like Shayna, and I, she probably is because she's smart and she knows wrestling, but it's like, I think her character should be modeled after Minoru Suzuki. Like, I think that's exactly what someone like her would want to be. Yeah. Just like a scary shoot fighter who will rip your arm out of its socket. Yep. Like, yep. And put you in a chokehold and make you go to sleep. I, I just, I really want her and Zack Sabre Jr. to be like an intergender tag team. I think that would be so cool. That would be dope. <laughs> Oh my god! Who would you want them to tag against? Because they would need to be, be against like babyface of all babyfaces. Uh, I was gonna say Ishi and Yano, but uh, I'm trying to think of like an intergender team. Candace and, and Kenny and Kenny and uh, Asuka. Wouldn't that be great? Fuck, that's a good match. <laughs> that is a good match. Someone hire us. Uh, <laughs> so I really. So the this is she really does again. She does the ponytail thing. Kind of she like kind of. And makes it perfect here mm -hmm. because like she is scary and she's mean to Ember and Ember's like this wonderful little hero um, but it's also Ember like these are both people who are very talented, talented and very absolutely stars but Ember is a serious star yeah she's way more experienced than Shayna she, and like she after the New Orleans match gets called up to main roster like yeah. she's clearly more seasoned she's a serious star but like a star and a baby face like Amber needs a terrifying antagonist and Shayna is so good at that yeah oh my god it's incredible in this Philadelphia match I feel like they really um work to keep both of those characterizations strong where Ember wins because Ember's the baby face and she's like sticking up for everybody. But then afterward, Shayna comes out and chokes the shit out of her. And so it's like, Shayna doesn't look weak, but Ember still looks strong. Yeah. You know, like she looks like a, Shayna looks like a spoiled bully heel where it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't stop in the ring. She does, it doesn't matter whether she wins or loses. She's a bully. She just wants to everyone to be afraid of her. See, I came at it from a different perspective, which was that I read like Shayna is this huge mark. She loves going to PWG shows. She just loves pro wrestling a little too much is the way I saw it. Like <laughs> it's a lot of like a lot of them are like fighting for the honor of wrestling. And it's not that Shayna dishonors it. It's that she's like, no, this should belong to me. And <laughs> that sort of puts an interesting spin on her healdom to me. I don't know if everyone agrees with me, but that was how I viewed it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that that's not like part of the kayfabe story of her character, but mm. like definitely you knowing that about her changes, like, how you read her motivation absolutely you know? changes how I read the dynamics and also that match ends really well because after she chokes Ember out Ember spits on camera she's yeah like, she's drooling it's she's, good shit <laughs> it's really good and again it shows like how good Ember is but I don't want to glow too much about Ember <laughs> but 
then after this match, we have my first exposure to, exposure to Shayna. Yeah. Which is the NXT TakeOver uh, New Orleans, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a good is, one. That is an insane match. That's a really good one. It's the promo package for it, I remember, was very good because mm-hmm. I didn't, again, I wasn't in any trouble understanding what was going on with those two. I was just like, all right, we're here. Let's do this. That is one thing that's like pretty unassailable to me about WWE stuff is like, yeah, the wrestling product is not always the best, but their production on those promo packages is really good. They make it so accessible for new fans. Yeah, yeah. It's I, always super clear what's going on. Frankly, sometimes too clear where you're like, okay, you've told me this. Like, you don't need to tell me it again. <laughs> but like, but I appreciate that they do that. And I think that like, honestly, I didn't get it super, super into wrestling until I went to a live show. But I think that getting into WWE first it was so much easier than I thought it was going to be because of all those promo packages and stuff. If you don't watch, I think it's easy to imagine that you're going to be lost. Like, I think because it's like... That was my big stop early on. And like, yeah, you want to get people into like the quote, end quote, the better stuff, the cooler stuff. You want them to like New Japan. You want them to like the indies. You want them to be all about going to Bola and stuff. But, like, this makes it easy. Yeah. And you can't blame anybody for sticking with something that makes it easy for them to watch. Totally. It's super accessible, both in, like, the concrete physical way of, like, it's on TV twice a week, and super accessible in that they make it very easy to follow along. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I that NXT package is really good. I, yeah. I think with NXT, because they keep the stories pretty simple, it makes it even easier. Yeah. And like, you almost don't even need them because the stories are like, I think because there are people who are in, you know, quote unquote developmental, um, they don't want to overburden them with a bunch of stuff, but also just because of the pacing of the show and they pre-tape and it's only an hour and all this stuff, it, it just lends itself to simpler stories. And uh, I kind of wish regular WWE would do that. I don't think they need to be as complicated as they are. But. Yeah, yeah, but it happens. Um, but the New Orleans match has a couple, like, of up there in, like, some of the most insane things I've ever seen. Yeah. She relocates her shoulder, mm-hmm. and she has that crazy hold. Yeah, where she's choking her and holding onto her hair. Yeah, well, because that one's that that match is fun because there's a spot in the Philadelphia match where she destroys Ember's where she stomps on Ember's hand. Yep, she does the shoulder spot. Yeah. Yep, and then Ember gets her revenge. She mm. reverses it, and that's just that's great. That's great storytelling. Yeah. That's a perfect way of like, okay, the baby face is going to overcome you. And even though I believe Shayna wins that one, right? Yeah, Shayna wins that one. Even though that happens, like, Ember getting her revenge on her is, like, okay, Ember is still strong. Ember is still, like, this pure baby face. Right. But um, when she relocating... Can you explain the spot to me? What do you mean relocates? Like, she dislocates it and then puts it back in? She dislocated it, and then she drove her shoulder into the turnbuckle to get back in the socket. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Relocating was, like, I didn't want to get too gory because, like, (laughs) you know. Um, But she when she gets her shoulder back into the socket, like, yeah, it's work to a degree but it still had me screaming my head off <laughs> and again that's the mark of a great match where I'm just like oh my god this is actually happening this is real this is real this right is real. yeah the mark of a great match yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> is that a double entendre yes <laughs> uh, and then she has the what then her hand is injured and she does yeah her hold on Amber is that she anchors herself in her own hair and is 
pulling her hair out. Yeah, that and that is interesting to me because to me, like if we're talking about how you read Ember as, or sorry, when you're talking about how you read Shayna as a heel, like that to me is like a baby face thing mm-hmm. of like, oh, your hand's broken. So you're going to pull, you're going to grab your own hair. Like you're, you're so committed to this that you're like pulling your own hair out to get it done. Yeah. But I guess if it's like a chokehold, like if you're doing a lot of submission stuff, I feel like generally speaking in WWE, you're going to be a heel. Yeah. So like maybe the fact that it's a chokehold is like counts. I like that they call her the submission magician a lot. The submission magician. Yeah, we haven't gotten into the fact that Shayna, so Shayna Baszler's like whole thing is she's the queen of spades and she has this like shoulder tattoo that's like all cards and her (laughs) gear has like spades on it. So she's like legitimately unironically like really into card tricks. Like she loves card tricks. <laughs> which is so weird. Yeah, but it works. Like she's in real life like such a dork. Like her I sent Rachel her Instagram which is just like pictures of her adorable dog. Um, a bunch of thirst traps of her like fixing a van in a leather jacket and like flexing her arms and stuff and like I know my way around a power tool but it's still like very impressive to see like people with that knowledge just being like yup here's how I am sexual yeah 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 Uh, like here's I'm a babe in this like very specific way let me show you (laughs) all about it it's but she just seems like kind of a sweet dweeb like she has these like two roommates who she's like really cute about and like her life just seems like very adorable and then she goes in the ring and is a murder machine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah she loves magic so they call her the submission magician because she loves magic (laughs) so stupid oh very importantly she replied to West Coast producer Hunk Tears with Shayna Sexual. She did, yeah. Which is so good. That's like her hashtag when people are like, oh my God, Shayna, I love you. Please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and like Shayna has a very, very broad appeal. Um, and she's just, it's cool. It's really cool to see. It's cool to see because, I mean, we have, there's all these preconceived notions of the way WWE treats women. It's just like yeah. titty fest, mud wrestle, slap match. And right. then to see people not only connecting this with this, but being like, I find this like kind of validating in its own right. In yeah. In terms of like, I am attracted to this. Right. That's very cool to like see. Like you said, all different forms of power, all different forms of hotness. Yeah. Like, yeah. for sure. This is, this is like, for WWE, kind of a new one. Um, so I think, like, given all of this, this is an interesting transition point into the last match we watched, which was her most recent uh, NXT TakeOver match, which was against Nikki Cross in Chicago. And... Again, we're talking about like this sort of not overtly feminine, but still like sexual like vibe (laughs) that we get from her. Definitely. And her versus Nikki Cross is interesting because I feel like they're kind of the only two women I can think of on the NXT roster who are not super femme. Like... Yeah, like Ember's definitely very girly. Yeah, well, Ember's Ember's like femme. Like she she's wearing like a skirt and she has glittery of, makeup on. She's and kind of a, a, a Sasha e top almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every like most women's wrestlers in WWE are like more femme. And Shayna and Nikki Cross like both. We were talking about this uh, off mic, but like the way that Shayna uses makeup, like she just has basically big. Uh, 
the um, drag queens call it garage doors, where it's yeah. just like eyebrow to lid, one color kind of smeared over her eyes. And she doesn't use setting spray, which is a very notable thing to me because then because I we we've talked before about how like it's a, we want to know what setting spray everyone uses right. because if their makeup is untouched at the end of a match, that's wild. But with Sheena, she uses a lack of setting spray. To I mean, we don't it. know what she actually does, but, but her makeup runs and it makes her look scarier. Yeah, it makes her look scarier and it reminds you just it reminds you subconsciously that like this person just fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she comes out like she does the wet hair, which is more again like something that I feel like more male wrestlers do. Like, I feel like not a lot of women wrestlers do the wet Mm-mm. hair, like the Adam Cole, yeah. greasy guy thing. Exactly, exactly. And but some of them do, but, like, she comes out with that. And then, so she's using makeup and stuff to, not to appear more feminine, but to appear scarier. And then Nikki Cross, like, she it's, probably has some on, but it does she... The, the like aesthetic she gives is I'm crazy I'm not wearing why would I wear makeup I'm crazy <laughs> like- yeah exactly and, like I think the main thing I noticed was a little bit of red on her under eye to make her look her eyes look even more sunken and nuts sure yeah, yeah. but it's like again it's not you, you don't look at her and think oh she put red eye shadow on like no. it's supposed to be like a a a how she actually looks yeah as opposed to you know like somebody like a Sasha Banks or like yeah an Alexa Bliss where like they're they're wearing a lot of makeup and it's it's sort of traditionally feminine attractive makeup absolutely um and I, uh, obviously you know when we say feminine or attractive or something like that on the show in this way we're talking about sort of traditional societal expectations yeah yeah we want to um, make that clear yeah we're, we're speaking sort of very generally about received knowledge and not about like anything essential in those qualities yeah um, yes. I think people understand that, but, you know, yeah, just want to be clear. It can never hurt to have a disclaimer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, so they're both scary and wet. <laughs> both scary and wet. <laughs> scary in kind of two different ways, which I think is fun. I Nikki Cross as a character is very interesting to me because, like, she's, like, this wild woman, but she's, like, a total baby face. Like, everybody loves her, but she's, like, nuts. I, I think like, that's awesome. I like that it's basically somebody watched Jodie Foster and Nell and said, <laughs> make that into a wrestler. <laughs> I just like her big mop of hair and she like shakes her head around and she just looks like a she, she looks like a banshee. It's awesome. She acts feral all the time. <laughs> and I really appreciate anyone acting feral in a wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, so I like I thought this was fun. I mean, I, I feel like it's not necessarily as technically impressive as uh oh, yeah, Amber and Shayna, but it's just like a, a fun time and uh I enjoyed it. I like this one. There's a lot of fun things about this match, but I like the fact that you can clearly see them working with each other. Mm-hmm. And then like, because bo- they're both, correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki's probably a little newer at this, right? I don't think so. I think Nikki's really? more experienced. Yeah. Nikki, because Nikki wrestled in stardom for uh, a, a while before she came to NXT. Well, they're definitely working together and like they're helping each other. You can see that they're helping each other out in moves, mm-hmm. but it's still to... A uh, point you made in an earlier earlier bonus episode. Mm. Uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> um, is that you can have a match be safe and still be fun. Yeah, this match is very safe and uh, a great time. And the reason it's a great time is because of the characterization and the story that's being told. And the story is basically that Nikki Cross really wants Shayna Baszler to choke her. Which... <laughs> Which, honestly, like, a pretty relatable sentiment to probably a lot of the audience. Well, (laughs) it's also, I mean, they also kind of set it up that she's defending 
the, the rest of the locker room from again yeah her bullying exactly it's sort of the same thing as with ember is like that's how baby faces get positioned against her is like you can't look i'm gonna stick up for the rest of the locker room because you can't scare me i'm not i'm too crazy for you to scare me and i want you to choke me out so like what are you gonna do i'm yeah. not gonna be i'm not intimidated by you yeah i still don't think i think it's a little different i think don't think embers is like embers character isn't as intimidated by her Versus, like, Nikki is, but Nikki's bonkers. I just think, like, Nikki, I think the character is, like, that doesn't even enter my mind because I am too nuts. Like, it doesn't even... <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when there's a rabid animal and they, like, lose their fear of, of people. Oof, You yeah. know? Like, it's just, like, it's not a decision. It's not like I'm, I'm overcoming my intimidation. It's like, you're nuts like it doesn't even occur to you <laughs> whereas ember is like brave yeah like nikki isn't brave she's just crazy <laughs> yeah 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 i think like the scariest spot in this match is when Shayna slams nikki onto her back on the metal yeah that's really scary so nikki like a lot of her offenses she basically just jumps on Shayna's back and, and like grabs her head and screams which is great it's wonderful uh yeah and so they're they're out um outside the ring and nikki's doing that and Shayna just drops backwards and and like gets yeah. slams Nikki onto this metal thing Ugh. and it's it looks really scary. I'm glad that Nikki's wearing like a full top because otherwise there's like no part of her that gets like slammed onto Oof. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. imagining that in like a Sasha Banks like top is just like no. Nope. Yeah, you'd have like impressions. <laughs> you'd have welts. Well, yeah, and that's like uh, it's weird. Like you're not allowed to, like, have marks in WWE. Like, they don't want you to, like, cut yourself or, like, yeah. br- have visible bruises or anything like that. Like, they don't want you to seem beat up. That's which is, goofy. Well, it's insane because, like, if you go to any indie shows, like, every time we go anywhere, you can see how beat up all these people are. They have, like, everybody has, like, calluses on their backs from hitting the ropes and, like... That's kind of one of our favorite parts, too. <laughs> like, we have gone on tangents about how when... If Matt Riddle gets cut on the chest slightly, it looks like a painting of a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dying. Well, WWE, <laughs> like, they're, they don't like blood. Like, they don't... Yeah. They consciously don't want blood because that it's for TV ratings and for sponsors and things like that. Yeah. Like, they don't... Uh, but, like, the fact that you have to... Um, they cover everybody's sort of bruises and everything. I do think that's like kind of a cop out because it's like, no, you should see the toll it, this is taking on people. Yeah, like, but I mean, that's so WWE is to pretend absolutely. that it's not a problem until, you know, you have a Wikipedia page about an incident. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but the other like interesting thing, uh, fun fact that I didn't realize until we started going to indie shows is that um, women wrestlers, if their legs are exposed, they wear pantyhose, which like I yeah. didn't realize. Um, it makes it makes sense because it's like great. Then you don't have to shave every day <laughs> or oh. like, <laughs> oh man, you know, worry about worry about your like body hair situation or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I didn't realize that until we started going into shows. It's like, oh, they're all wearing pantyhose. Yeah. I, I, I noticed that too. And it made me very upset when we were at that one Rhode Island show that was essentially like being in an oven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, they're sweating so much right now. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, cause, but then also the tights sort of lend it to like, you have to wear these tights when you're on stage and stuff. And I don't really, I haven't done stage stuff in at least 10 years, but like, that is a marker of like, oh, this, it reminds you more that it's a performance. Yeah. Well, it makes, it reminds the, my main reference point to that is drag. Like yeah. with drag, anytime you see quote unquote, ins- 
exposed skin in drag, it's almost always pantyhose with padding in them. Yep. So like legs and hips and everything. That's just what it made me think of. Obviously, they're not wearing padding, but like uh, that idea of like the illusion of exposed skin for a performance. Mm. You know. But I, I think that to go back to Shana earlier, I think that's probably why we enjoy her genuinely exposed skin so much more with her arms and stuff. Because like. Shayna Baszler's arms are such an ideal for me. Oh my God. Yeah. She's ripped. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, it's such a platonic rippedness in <laughs> at least the way it is in my mind. Like everyone else has different ideals of what they want. But for me, that's kind of like, yeah, I would look like that. Absolutely. <laughs> like her and Ember's arms, but we should probably go back to this match, yeah. which is <laughs> wonderful finish. It's yeah. So it's real fun. It's like I said, basically Nikki Cross just like, Nikki Cross wants to take like all of Shayna's offense, uh, and it gets like real horny. <laughs> it's a horny match. It's very horny. Smiling when you get choked out is like that's like a lot for uh, what is supposed to be a PG show. <laughs> like I was like, whoa, okay, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just I don't want to get too much into like what you could read into this match sexually because. Yeah. That's not what people are always listening to this show for. <laughs> but they know what they're getting with us. Yeah. Uh, it's real horny. It's anytime, anytime I'm watching a match where someone is like excited for someone else to hit them, I'm like, this is getting horny. Well, the part where she... And this may be a hallmark of Nikki's character because this is the first time I've seen her where she gets taken out by Shayna and she just starts slapping herself. Yeah. <laughs> like you that's when you go, "Oh, this is going weird places." <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited to see what happens. It's extremely weird. I, somebody on Twitter said that like Nikki Cross is like if Dean Ambrose's gimmick was done right. Like the idea oh. of <laughs> Well, no, like cuz Dean Ambrose is like on the indies his name was John Moxley. He was like great, but he his whole thing was like I'm a crazy deathmatch guy. Yeah. And they don't they haven't really figured out how to convey that he's crazy in a PG way that like makes sense. He just looks like a pouty guy in a denim vest. Yeah, it just like doesn't quite work. But as you said, both of those characters, Dean Ambrose and Nikki Cross, display the hallmark of a loose cannon, which is that they wrestle in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> that's time, how you know that's how you know every time i see somebody wrestling in jeans i'm like oh this is this is the crazy one <laughs> yeah and in the case of darby allen in jorts yeah jorts <laughs> but i I, I mean i that they have to be like frayed denim because like john cena wrestles in jorts he's not crazy yeah but those are like military jorts that's true yeah those are keith the soldiers jorts from always sunny it's yeah <laughs> It's different, like, but I'm, like, wrestling in jeans, like, I mean, like, long jeans with, like, rips in them. Yeah. Like, that's the... They're usually black denim. Yeah. <laughs> but she gets what she wants. She gets Shayna to choke her. She gets Shayna to choke her out. She looks really excited about it, and then she passes out, <laughs> and Shayna wins, and I, I feel like, I don't know, I like the way they're booking her. I think some people think she's too green to have this sort of championship run like she's too new she's a little green but like that's silly because we love Hiromu and he got his championship run not only being very green but also having a reputation for not being great at it at first <laughs> yeah I mean I don't I don't think Hiromu was like green when he w won the belt but yeah. like I I think that like I don't see a problem 
with her having like a super dominant champ run. I don't think she's ready for the main roster, but like she because again, like people were complaining about this Ember Moon match, like, oh, Shayna's skill set is really limited, like she can just do holds. And it's like, okay, fucking Zack Saber Jr. is the best wrestler in the world and he only does holds. Like yeah. you can be like you don't have to do flips and shit. Like, there's other ways to, to yeah. do this, you know? Yeah, and it's just, Zack Sabre Jr., yeah, his main thing is hold, but he's a, such a dynamic performer. Right, and he's, I mean, granted, like, watching some of the Shayna stuff, it made me realize how good Zack really is, because Zack is, like, definitely better than Shayna. Yeah. But, like, it all, but it really highlighted how mat wrestling submission based wrestling is really really difficult and yep. like Shayna's come a really long way um but like that is a legitimate style you don't have to do flips and shit it doesn't have to be like this super showy thing if you have the character and if you have the story and you're good at it and I really feel like the story they've built with Shayna has all of those things yeah this was a good build too because you see it in the ember matches where she's uh like it's a, like a lot of holds and oh no ember's in trouble so they do it pretty smartly here which is that they scare her out of doing the submission holds and then Shayna finds her courage to choke someone out which <laughs> You know, that's a story of victory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> victory for, you know, a dubious victor, but, you know. Victory for all parties involved. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is a win-win situation. Uh, much like watching Shayna Baszler. I, yeah, I just think she's really fun. Yeah, I'm excited to see where she goes. Uh, I just, you definitely got me following her Instagram. Yeah, her Instagram's great. Highly recommend it. Uh, extremely cute dog. Extremely cute roommates. Uh, extremely good pictures of her with power tools. Hashtagged Shayna sexual. I wish she could get a sponsorship. For what? For power tools? For power tools. <laughs> like if 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 some if a power tool company decided to be like, yeah, we're gonna spawn con somebody. <laughs> what a great way to go because you know. I think that's one of the few that haven't gone into the SpawnCon thing yet. And, like, how do you get a Pinterest, Instagram, SpawnCon market? WWE wouldn't let her, though. That's the problem. But I'm already I'm, brand strategizing for Shayna. You got me to like her. <laughs> that's, like, if Rachel likes somebody, that's how you know. She'll brand strategize for them. That is, like, 100% true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, no, completely. Like, you've done it for wrestlers you like. You've done it for people you like. Like, you're, that's your, like, show of affection. <laughs> Let me help you make money on Instagram. Even though I haven't done that yet. I did get a free set of knives, uh, but, you know. That's, that's, that's why you got that knife pervert shirt, girl. Yeah, that's free true. Free set of knives. <laughs> free set of knives. <laughs> uh... So yeah, we're super pumped. Keep watching Shayna Baszler. Uh, we're very afraid of her. She should join Suzuki Goon. Um, we are hashtag Shayna sexual. We absolutely are. She's so <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, this is our show for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are WrestleSplania on Instagram, Twitter, um, Gmail, Gmail, all that stuff. Uh, we also have a Patreon that's pretty new. Um, if you like the show and you want more bonus content, uh, patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. We have a Discord, uh, which has been super fun. A bunch of our, our listeners kind of getting together to talk about wrestling and wrestling adjacent stuff. Shout out to our Discord members. They've only made this more fun for us. Absolutely. Um, it's been so exciting 
all the all the support and building this community and everything. So definitely, if you're interested in that and you want some friends to talk about wrestling with, check that out. And uh, with all that said, thank you, Vrunt. Thank you, Hunk Tears. Thank you, Illy Boshin, for making our logo. And uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.